0: You're now tuned in to this week's episode of For the Youth Podcast. Today, we continue sharing our collective expertise that'll show you how to harness your mind, understand your body, and control your movements to achieve consistent success and become a strong leader
1: in your generation. And now, please welcome your hosts, Sean Singleton and Bridget Hosick. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Sean Singleton, a.k.a. Sean the Speaker, and I'm here with the lovely Bridget Hosick, as always, the best international master trainer in the world. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now we're really excited if you guys to join us for episode three of For The Youth Podcast, where youth are all that matter. So I hope you guys loved episode one, where we really got to talk about the introduction and we got to dive into you know the, the reactions and responses. And I encourage you guys to go back and really listen to that, because you're going to learn a lot about how to sort of deal with everything that you're going through now and really hear Bridget's story, hear our story, how we connected, why we started For The Youth, and what ultimately you're going to get out of this podcast. All right. And so today what we're going to do in episode three is talk about the chapter one, or rather brick one, stop digging. And so I'm going to let Bridget kind of take over and lead this one and let her do her thing because she's the best ever. (laughs)
0: Well, I am so excited. I... Brick One, Stop Digging, Chapter One is incredible. You guys – well, this whole book is, obviously, so go pick it up right now so you can join us in all this fun. Right now. Right now, (laughs) Amazon.com, (laughs) overnight. Okay, so basically, um, I love the stop digging. That's number one. This whole concept goes around, even shovels, Sean talks about. So um, can you go into more detail, Sean, about how and why people switch – to different shovels and what that means to you, and especially in preference to 2020.
1: Yeah. I mean, like switching to different shovels is all about switching from thing to thing to thing to thing in order to either do something that you're striving for or to look back and you know, what, just, just dealing with something that you're going through, right? It's just, it's just the whole encompassing moment of what 2020 allowed us to do, which was see ourselves for what we really are. And a lot of okay. us did not like what we saw in the mirror. We didn't like what we saw at home. We didn't like what we saw, you know, in our friends. We didn't like, you know, and all these things were just coming out. Like we've seen our parents and seeing our other kids and like, man, you're, you're not really that cool when you're not, you know, in school. It's like, yeah, you're going through life at home. And things start to get really, 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 really challenging. And so yeah. that's what I really t- meant when I talked about picking up different shovels. It's just going from place to place and thing to thing and really putting those distractions in front of you that are preventing you from actually doing what you are called to do or what you should be doing that are more part of who you are rather than just what you do on a day to day or, you know, these are roles and identities that we kind of assumed or been forced upon us and re- really been kind of just walking in there.
0: I love how you preference even to like the switching from shovel to shovel, like you just went into yeah, and like how people do that constantly, even when they aren't realizing it, like when they think they're being successful. I feel like we talked about this a lot in episode one. So I kind of mm-hmm. want to dig in a little deeper. Like I love examples. I love references to just give me a visual. So of like examples of like maybe how you switch shovels. We gave examples of how Um, I do it even
1: now, like starting, getting to this point Mm and where the book is published, right? I mean, just before that, it was just this constant battle. And I go through it through the book, but this constant battle between just me and myself and like money and trying to achieve this level of success or monetary wealth. And it was really just... Doing one thing after another. I mean, yeah, I learned a lot doing it, but I almost lost my family, lost my marriage. Like, you know, everything almost fell apart. So it's like, did I really gain anything that was actually successful? Because really I just had a bunch of stuff that really meant nothing. And I think we have a lot of that going on where we're just chasing something and we're just doing anything we can to get it and being completely oblivious to the people and environments and situations and events that have happened to us.
0: Yes. So clear that you just made that so clear. So, um, so Sean, do you think because we haven't had a lot of like crazy hardships, you know, like in our past generations, there's been like many things that have happened, Mm -hmm. like that are super tough to get through. And this is really our first, like 2020, like really is a the probably the first hardship I've ever really felt as a 37 year old woman, yeah. you know, living my life. So, um, I, I mean, so many relationships were like struggling and mindsets were falling apart. And um, people were re- like starting to recognize that their foundations were weak, mm-hmm. you know? And on top of it, not only did they recognize that, but it seemed like they were blaming, like a lot of people were blaming everyone else and making everyone else's fault. So why is it so hard to take responsibility for our lives this day and age? Do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I really think it's just a matter of what we're doing, you know, like this. And we talked about it last time, the culture that is, we're exposed to things a lot faster. And we even talked about the other day with like how fast things are presented to us. We don't have time to process where things come from. So our brains immediately try to compensate and go, this is the reason why I can't do this. And usually it's something we can see, touch and feel, not something that happened to us or we're thinking about happening in the past. It's just the way our brains are wired because we have to see something in front of us all the time. It can't be something we can't see, which is inwardly, which is where a lot of us don't don't look because like you said, we're we're doing these things to distract us from them. And we just keep building and building and building, but not really dealing with the root issue. And you see evidence of that, you know, in the story and in the book. And that's why I wrote it that way and included that part in there where, I'm talking about myself and to, you know, like showing you what happened from my life to now, you know, here, like, yes, it is me. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: yes, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I was like, I was, that was my question. I'm like, we got to let these readers know that this man is you and you were being vulnerable and like putting yourself out there in this book and i'm so grateful that you did to yeah. tell your story to be honest to really connect with me as the reader and hopefully all the other readers
1: out there yeah 100 because I, I mean i think that part you have to really see you know okay this guy really cares because he's sharing his like, he's not hiding anything he published his entire yeah. life he has no reason to lie his social media shows that exact same thing so it's this consistency that you're seeing that i'm practicing what i'm preaching and not just going out looking like everyone else trying to motivate motivate you and inspire you to think like me. Like, no, you have a story on your own. I'm just letting you use mine as an example for you to propel yourself and take yourself into that next level for your life and not just mine.
0: Yes. And it's so true, guys. Sean is so authentic. Like, we just reconnected. You'll hear about it in the first episode. And to to feel his, um, he really ignited my passion for the youth and really felt like it just, his passion for the youth, it's just on another level and he's truly here for you guys. And I am too, like, this is why we are here. We want to create real resources, give you real live action, like touchable things to help you in your journey yeah. here on earth. So um, I feel like that's really hard too for the growing youth right now. Like that's all they've known. That's been their life. so yeah. always. And like, yeah. I feel like just so they can look at it in a new perspective, like, that's generations of human. This is the first time our we are dealing with stuff like this. We yeah. our bodies have never dealt with like this kind of stimulation, this kind of like uh, constant gratification, instant gratification. Like it's never been like that in the world we live yeah. in, ever on Earth. Like so, our brains and our nervous systems are just not used to this. So to give yourself grace and to just know, like we're all going through it. Even me as an older, a 37 year old woman, like (laughs) I grew, I had a little bit of both. I got to have life without like crazy technology and then life with it. And it has affected me, you know? So to, for you growing adults, like, gosh, like just know, like give yourself grace and know that like, you have to just slow down. Even yeah. if you don't know what that looks like, we are gonna teach you. Okay, yeah. so yeah. pay attention. <laughs> but I also with, with that I'm gonna kind of transition because I really have been excited to ask you this question all day okay. because it's like yeah. the most important question of this whole chapter to me. Um, <laughs> but basically, like no matter how perfect or on track or how like strong anyone's foundation was in 2020, I feel like mm-hmm. everyone kind of took a hit. Like no matter yeah. where you were, like 2020 was supposed to be the year that everyone was like excited for or you know that everything was going to be made clear 2020 mm-hmm. like vision yeah. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. like <laughs> and it just it just wasn't it we well we did get what we asked for we definitely had everything become clear to us at least for oh, meeting. Yeah. but it's just not in the way I, any of us expected i mean it was pretty traumatic i have to say to say the least you know but like right. um isn't it weird, though, how we get what we ask for, but usually not in a way that we envision it to be, you know, and how do we reshape our minds to really start to build a strong foundation so that when we, you know, first they get what we ask for, we're actually like ready for it. And like, how do yeah. we like just basically like lay that first brick?
1: Yeah. I mean, laying the first brick is the hardest one because it's really just realizing where to start. And I think that that's, I I said this in an interview, I think on social media. And so if you guys caught it, you may kind of know a little bit where I'm going, but like the vision and the reality is really the two buckets that I try to separate everything into. The vision is the things that we want, the cars, the houses, the husband, the money, like the financial success, uh, you know, the wife, all that stuff sits up there. The stuff that we want, stuff that bit, you know, all the things that you're looking for, wanting to be, the sports contract, whatever. That's all the vision. But the reality is where you are. And the reality is that you have to, you know, you have to live in this reality so you know that if I don't do this, I'll learn something from here you're not going to get any closer to your vision. So we try to jump the gun and try to get to like, oh, I want to, as soon as you get an opportunity, it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm living in my reality. And my vision is like, no, 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 no. You're still, you're still getting there. Because if you really want to get there and have it sustainable and keep it and be consistent with it, you understand that where you are is contributing to what is going to be you know, in the future for you, whatever that is, whatever it looks like. Because at the end of the day, what you're doing is going to stop, but who you are is still going to stay the same. And so you really have to understand that you know, regardless of what you're doing, regardless whether good or bad, if you can't duplicate it, if you can't replicate it, if you don't really understand who you are, what you're doing, if it goes away, so is your character, so is whatever else is attached to it. And that's going to leave another hole in your life. You're like, crap, I thought I just dealt with this. It's like, nope. It's still here because what you did was so attached to who you are when really separate the two. And, you know, Mm -hmm. what you do is just it's just to get to a vision. But the reality is who I am needs to do this for my mental health, this for my clarity, this to learn this to get there. And then slowly you start to look up and like, oh, wow, I actually met my vision. I'm living the life that I wanted to live. And so it'd be pretty cool to see it all come together. But we got to start there.
0: Yeah, but so, like, me, like, as a kid, I remember thinking that, like, if I just had, like, a success in a, a career, I would be happy. Or, like, yeah. if I had millions of dollars, I would be happy, or If I just had this certain, like, car or piece of clothing, you like, well, you know, like, all that stuff. So, like, right. I feel like that yeah. is what society has sold us and it sells us every day and, like, actually, like, every second of our lives <laughs> these days. Um, but in your story, it shows that it's false. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you are digging holes and avoiding how you have reacted to life, you will still not be able to enjoy the success fully, you know? So how does building a strong foundation help you to truly understand and like what real success is and how to actually enjoy it fully, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's just understanding what what your foundation is and your foundation is really, like I said, it's, it's who you are. It's not the habits, it's not the routines, it's not the activities that are kind of, you know, distracting us or shielding us or protecting us from really recognizing the problems. You know, In our life and the things that have happened to us and the things we need to heal from, because if we address the sooner we address something, the quicker we can heal from it. And so many of us try to say, well, you know, I know what to do next time, like, as if like we're waiting for this to happen again. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> stop it from. Ha- Why did it happen this time? Don't don't go through that again. Don't go, you know, jumping into social media and jumping off on this train of like, oh, I got to express all my thoughts. Now you're getting mad at someone else. Now you're getting mad at someone else. And now you're just perpetuating the problem so far where now you don't even know where it started from. You know, and I think that I think someone else said the psychologist said it like or or, or it's maybe something on TV. But it's like when you get so mad, and it's like asking one why they're mad and when they're really mad. And they'll be like, well, I have no idea. Like you, you've been mad for so long. You, you know, you right. forgot the reason why you were mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think kids do it. A lot. My kids do it a lot. Like I asked my son, he gets so frustrated. I'm like, why are you mad? He's like, I don't know. I'm just mad. I'm like, yeah. see, like, that's a problem. <laughs> you know, like I'm teaching them early. Recognize, if you don't know why you're mad, Like, you know, you you really just got to know what's going on and got to know yourself and really have to be aware of who you are. So that way you know when that foundation is starting to crack or if you actually have one set or kind of where you are in that building process. So you just be real and honest with yourself and do what you need to do to get to where you need to get to.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I well like also too in your story you talk about how you lacked like a male figure. So I wanna get into like factors and root causes basically. Like you lacked emotional intelligence and those were just factors that like contributed to where you were in life and not like the root cause. Like Mm -hmm. how do you decipher between the factors that contribute to where you are in life and the actual root causes? And like basically how do you stop the bleeding, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the factors, and really, you can separate them from the, the root cause. It's like really, what have the underlying thing that's really sitting there. And for me, the emotion, you know, the emotional intelligence, all the the mental, you know, the gratification, all the trust issues, the doubt, all that stuff came from just me not having a father. That was the root cause. I had to deal with that, with him not being there. And so the factors that came out of that are me not developing poor emotional intelligence, me not trusting people, me being rejected and not feeling really wanted by anyone. But I was so focused on like dealing with those things and kind of get, like, it just kind of perpetuated me into this cycle of like, well, it's it's something else. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Like eventually, you know, it's like, oh, well, later on I'll deal with this And then I'll be able to look back when really later never came. And, you know, when it did, I realized I almost lost my wife and kids because of it. It's like, holy cow. Like, OK, what? Well, this is a problem. I shouldn't have let this get this far. And that's why we're talking to you guys today, because regardless of who you are, what your age range is, you know, whoever you are listening is, is you, you know, you're going through something that if you don't deal with it now, you got to pay the price, whether it's now or it's going to be later or something may have happened to you before. And you're just constantly pushing it off. You got to pay the price either now or later. And really, it's just making that decision on you know, what yeah. do you want to do and, and when do you want to do it?
0: Yeah. And you talking about those factors and dealing with an hour later, like, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with them now and you're actually finding those root causes which actually allow you to find who you are. Yeah. You know, that is huge. So like with that, I, I want to read something that you wrote in your book because it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I love what you say here. Like, this is like an aha moment. So, um, <laughs> Don't get, it says basically right here, okay, don't get caught chasing someone else's coattail or trying to live situations through the lenses of someone else. Like, my initial thoughts as a reader was, I feel like this is something that happens naturally as a trauma response or in a situation where you don't really feel like you're worthy or good enough. And then you continue to say, um, we must learn to understand how we can process and recover from all aspects of uh, aspects of life without this is the biggest part losing pieces of ourselves and who we are and our meaning in life. Like that is such a great aha moment because, um, can, cause I feel like a lot of people are living on cocktails, especially with like Instagram and things in life and mm-hmm. social media and YouTube and like trying to like mimic each other and do these things. And it's just yeah. like, you're losing yourself fully. So like, how do we, um, Like, how do we stop chasing and start processing and recovering so that we stay true to like ourselves and who we are?
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's—I think it's for, for me. It's just like, don't force it. Like, and I say, and I haven't said it a lot, but I know I say it. And a lot of my, when I'm talking to other people and coaching other people, it's like, don't force it. You know, even when I'm training, I, I think you even say, like, when, when you're training people, like, don't just take your time. Like, don't like the bag, you know, the bag which will work. Like, it's humbling. Like, it's humbling. Like, it's, it's your body is learning something new. Don't like just just naturally let it. And it'll just kind of let it swing. And then, you know, you started to coach me on that and tell me that. And then I started to pick it up and it started to, my muscles memory started to kick in. You're like, oh, you're like, yeah, you've done this before. Like, you just kind of helped me unlock that that motion that I learned with George. And it's like, oh, yes. this is what it is. And so, it's, you know, it's that same analogy of not forcing, you know, yourself into a situation or forcing yourself into something that you think you need or think you want just because it's there or it's available or you're like, ah, I just got to get there. Um, it's just, you know, just make the time to make sure that, you know, you don't have to show people what you're doing along the way. You know, you don't have to post it on social media. You don't have to be like the, the, the people you're seeing so much with all the ads and those things. Cause you're going to start living into a part where you're kind of, you know, creeping up into that vision where you're not really living in your reality. Now you're kind of living in this fantasy land thinking that you're going to conquer the world, but you have no sustainable principles to help you keep it maintain it or really duplicate it and that's where this problem start to come in. And so you don't want to damage your focus by trying to look so much like someone else and try to look so so much like what they're doing that you essentially, you know, like you, you have no idea who you are at the end of the day. And I know we keep saying it through the podcast. So you guys really understand like we're so big on just who you are because you have a gift inside of you. You don't have to be Sean, the speaker. You don't have to be Bridget Hosick. You don't have to be a trainer. You ain't got to be a speaker. You don't got to be a coach. You can be whatever. You can be an engineer. Like you can be both. Like I'm you know, still an engineer doing what I love to do, but also taking the time to do something that I also have a passion for. So you guys can do that too. I'm not following anybody else's vision. I'm chasing my own and it's working for me and my family and my wife and everything's you know, new yeah. puppy. So, yeah, I love <laughs> puppy so cute, Evan. Oh my goodness, the cutest puppy ever. You guys will have to like, let me do video.
0: You'll have to see him. Sometime. <laughs> but yeah, so I want to talk more on this a little because I feel like this is such a big part of this chapter and a big part of like stopping the digging and really slowing down and really healing and really finding who you are and the root causes. Cause I feel like once you get to that root cause, then you really start to like find yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and those factors that got you there are just factors. So as you heal and you become this, like, and you become more yourself, like people around you are going to be like Oh, who is this? They're going to think of you as that person who made that mistake back then or who did this, and that's, like, not who you are anymore, you know? And those were factors that – created those situations so to actually let those go and not let them like have a stronghold on you so that you can actually be the best you and move forward is this is this making sense what i'm saying (laughs) no it
1: is like like, that's good because you're talking about the whole healing like if you don't heal from the fact like so many people focus on the factors and like they try to heal from those things and you are like you don't have to keep trying to heal from the fact that this person talked about you and now you have self-esteem issues like If you can move past it, move past it. Not ignoring it, just Hey, all right, this person said this. I don't know why they said this. I know who I am. But if you still have that feeling after that, then it's like, okay, there's that, something else deeper here. What happened relationally that caused you to do that? And then that's what you focus your time and energy on because that'll yield much more results They're trying to go after some apology from someone who either forgot that they said it, don't know why they said it, or also have issues that they're dealing with on their own. And now it's just perpetuating this problem together. Now you guys are both, you know, scrambling and fighting each other. It's like, just, just like, it's unnecessary, right? Right. <laughs> Start with, start with yourself, you know.
0: Yeah. Start with yourself. I think it's so important to not let those factors define you and who you are as a person. They That is not who you are. And those root causes are what you really need to focus on to really find who you are and who you are and what your, your purpose is here and what fulfills you, you know. So, like, as you grow and those factors just, like, try to follow you, you have to know like in your heart and and you have to allow yourself and I'm giving you permission right now to let those factors go and to let your past go and to let those things not define your future or hold you back from living the future you're supposed to be living because of what someone said or what mistake you made and they and you still think those things are are following you and And defining that, that you as that person and and that stronghold, like, let it go. And your permission right now is to just heal and be who you are, you know, let go of all those factors.
1: And I I love that because, you know, it's just people, I think, just have a false perception of what stop digging or rather slowing down is in their life. And it's like, oh, I'm going to stop until, you know, this happens or until something happens. It's like, no, stop with an intention. I don't ever stop trying to do something unless I have a reason to do it. Now, I'm in the state now where if I stop and I'm not doing something, you don't hear from Sean. It's because I'm working on something that I know I have to do in order to be the best version of myself. And I don't care about ad schedules. You know, do you see me? Did you get my book? I don't I don't care about any of that because I care about you as a person. And in order for me to be effective to you, I have to have that break. In order for you to be effective to them, be you have to have that break. And we take those. And I make sure we as a team Take those. Like you know, you'll text me and I'll be like, nah, dude, chill out. Go sit down. Like we'll record this tomorrow. You know, it's like <laughs> just being intentional.
0: Yes. <laughs> you guys you guys that, that is something that means something so like so much to me because what I'm able to bring now to this podcast is because Sean gave me that space when I was struggling to actually slow down and face it and deal with it before I move forward and not just try to like push through it or pick up the shovel and just start digging by distracting myself with this work and, and this time to like give back to others, like, Sean and I make sure we give each other that space to really face and confront what is happening in our lives so that we can bring you guys the most authentic and most real information and true and our truest selves, you know? So yeah, slowing down has been something that Sean's (laughs) really taught me in these last few months because I'm used to pushing past it. Working with Olympic (laughs) athletes, you injured, you're, you're hurt, you're, you got all this going on. You still work. You still show up. You still go to work you still train you still move like this is the society we live in and if i'm gonna be able to bring my best self forward like i love that we create the space to stop digging to slow down and reassess and get going you know again when we yeah. when we get through those moments
1: and that's good and we really hope you guys have enjoyed episode three of for the youth podcast because this is a very huge passion of ours. We really want to make sure we're creating strong leaders in the generation that are coming after us and the generation we see now because we know that people need these principles and people need talks like these and more talks like these because we're starting to recognize that something's wrong and something's not right and we want to fix it. We just don't know how. And so we want to really harp on that and teach you before you make mistakes and you know, get you out of the mistakes you're making now so you really can get there. So go on our website, thesepodcast.com and take our assessment. It's who's leading your life assessment, where we're going to dive through your answers and responses and give you a 90 day plan that will ultimately show you the outcome of what you have you know, been doing and really like where to prioritize your lives because you can see the plan and we'll, we'll paint the picture for you. We have so many other resources, but we're going to present those to you guys, allow you guys to see those and really get connected with us so you guys can see you know, that we actually care and we're putting the time in and we're giving you the eyes of resources you need to be successful. All right. So B, did you have anything else to add? Otherwise, we're going to continue with the scripture of the day.
0: I just want you guys to know we're here for you and i can't wait to read your assessments that you go fill out on our website and i can't wait for you to give us your feedback and i can't wait for you to tell us what you need from us like please reach out and say i'm struggling with this how do i get through this like we want to be here for you and we want to create a space where we are authentic and real and having the tough conversations and giving you the information you're your begging
1: for. Yes, 100%. So with that being said, guys, Philippians 4, 4 it says rejoice in the Lord. I will say it again. Rejoice. And we chose that scripture because you know, it's really just throughout this week, as you guys are looking at this, you know, a lot of times when you're listening to this, you can feel, feel you, you can kind of feel down. Um, you could also feel like you are behind in life or you really aren't getting to where you need to get to, or you're constantly dealing with the same things. Just know we deal with it every day too. And really this scripture came out of that. Me and Bea were talking and we were like, crap, what's this is a sucky day? Um, and we were just like, what do we do here? And she was like, I got this scripture. I was like, Bet, was like, let's let us do it. And it was like, rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> I will say it again, rejoice, because ultimately the Lord is the source of all of our hope, you know, faith, our love, and, and ultimately pursuit and purpose. And if you don't have the relationship, then we encourage you to have that. Um, we're not going to force it on you. We're not going to push you towards it. But we definitely believe that we were created for something much more, much bigger than what we see on Earth. So I don't want you guys to feel discouraged. I don't want you guys to feel pressured, but do feel like you can be transparent with us because we're being as open and transparent with you. Judgment free zone. You guys can be your own person, be your own space. We're gonna teach you how to do this for your own life, not follow our minds, not do what we think you should do. We're gonna help you figure out what the next logical step is for you.
0: Yes, we are, and I, I, like Sean said, that scripture was—it did stem from us and from a um, what we were going through, and and rejoicing always, no matter what is happening, no matter how hard life is getting. Um, if you turn to that and just create joy because joy is something that's not an emotion it's something you actually can get through uh your relationship with god and and tap into at any point in time and like john said we're not here to push this on you in any way but we are definitely it is who we are and it is something that has created for the youth and it was a a higher calling for sure um so take what you want from it and listen and hopefully something does speak to you that helps you to make great changes
1: in your yeah, life yeah let's do it so guys episode four is going to be coming up it's going to be me reading this chapter out for those of you who just want to hear the audiobook hear me read the book hear the perspective hear my tone changes yada yeah all right so <laughs> we look forward to seeing you guys for episode five of four these podcasts where you
0: are all that matter
1: what someone went through it's like and that's why that's the whole reason i wrote the book you know i hate it how people just had all these nuggets all these ideas and they like hide the truth behind what they're actually doing like i don't care if you're making a million dollars how are you treating your wife and making a million dollars like i do you, do i have to sacrifice treating my wife well to make money because if that's the case i don't want it you know do i have to sacrifice spending time right. with my kids to make money oh like well i'm providing for the generations like yeah but you're teaching a generation to not care about anything except for generational wealth so like where where is the line drawn to actually yeah. create you know sustainable principles for success and that's where we kind of get into my talks and the business and the brand and how we got to for the youth now